This is Monday Morning Meditations number 45 on the Rising Man Podcast with Jetty Azuma. Time to wake up. Good Rising fam and welcome back to another episode of the Rising Man Podcast. I'm your host and the creator of the show, Jetty Azuma. It's good to be back with y'all for another dose of Monday morning meditation goodness. I'm feeling inspired from this past week's interview and ready to turn up the heat on the Rising Man this spring. So let's go. Right now, I want y'all to mark your calendars. May 25th from 3 to 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time is our next Rising Man Fire Circle. New men have been joining our inner circle every month to build the brotherhood and raise our game as men. So if you're ready to go all in and become a member of the Fire Circle, $33 a month over at patreon.com slash rising man gets you access to our private Facebook group, support for myself and my power team, and a connection to a dozen other brothers from all over the world. If you want to come and check us out for the first time as a guest, you can be my guest. Send me a direct message saying, I want into the Fire Circle. Hook me up and I'll get you guys a link for the next one. May 25th. 3 to 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. It's a virtual Zoom video conference, so everybody anywhere in the world with Wi-Fi can attend and is welcome to attend. Please join us. All right, without further ado, our topic for today's Monday morning meditation is your life is not yours. So be honest, did that topic trigger you? Did something come up when you heard me say your life is not yours? Let me say it again. Your life is not yours. What does that do to you? How does that make you feel? What comes up? What stirs in you when you hear someone tell you that your life is not yours? Have you been thinking all along that your life was simply for you? Does that contradict some value or virtue that you live into in your life, something you've held to be true. If you haven't listened to the most recent Rising Man podcast interview with Phil Gomez, this is something that Phil shared amidst his reflections. We were talking about living a life of service and why that's so important and how simple it can be to live a life of service. And he said that nugget, your life is not yours. And it just stuck with me. And I felt like I needed to expound upon that a bit more this week. And it made me remember a story that I heard, and and I may butcher this a little bit. If any of you guys recognize this parable, this story, and remember exactly where it comes from or what philosophy or legacy of teaching it comes from, make sure you send me a message because I I couldn't remember. But it goes a little something like this. There was, uh, let's call it heaven. Let's say that in heaven, when, when people die and they go to heaven, there's a massive table that everyone dines at. And at this table... Everyone has the most amazing foods, the most amazing prepared foods, smells, the richest, most decadent layout of food available. And everybody is given us a spoon and a fork to feed with. The only problem is that each of the utensils is five feet long. So the way I remember this story is that initially when people get to heaven and they see that they've got a five foot long utensil, they start to try and figure out how they can maneuver their body and and find a way to lift this massive utensil and feed themselves with this decadent food and the struggle and the the frustration of not being able to eat this food because they can't figure out a way to serve themselves. 
And eventually, the teaching, the lesson is that they realized that the spoons were not there and the forks were not there to serve themselves. They were there to serve each other. And so harmony and joy begins to come in as people realize that they're meant to feed each other with these spoons. And I thought of this, it it stirred in me when I reflected on your life is not yours. Simply, we're not here to live our lives only for ourselves. Because what if you really made your whole life about service? Really made your whole life about service. I mean, cleared away all the other stuff that doesn't fit under the category of service, of giving back, of enriching the experience of others who are currently living or those who will be coming many years after you, perhaps. What if we all lived according to this principle? That our lives are not simply for us, but that we were brought onto this planet as a gift to the planet and and all of its inhabitants. Regardless of what we identify our greatest way of being of service to be, regardless of what our give back is, our gift, it's simply there to give. What if we all lived like that? What if we all really embraced that philosophy? What would the world look like then? Our animal brain prioritizes our survival before anyone else's, even our own children. You know, and you see this out in the wild. A mama bear will feed herself and abandon her cubs if she knows that she can't take care of them. But the modern world that we live in, the one that we've created, most of us never have to worry about the bare essentials, the essential needs being met. Because I'm talking about food, I'm talking about shelter, I'm talking about water. Most of us, especially those of you who are listening to this podcast, probably don't have to worry about where your next meal is coming from, how you're going to put a roof over your head, and if you can get some clean water. Maybe you struggle to pay the rent. Maybe the budget is a little bit tighter right now than you're used to or than you would want it to be, but you're eating today. You have access to water. You have a roof over your head. That's what I'm talking about. When those essentials are met, then what else is there? Everything beyond the essentials is nothing more than things that we've been led to desire or we've been taught to covet. Needless to say, it's important for us to be able to provide our own essential needs. But after that, it's game on. Once we take care of the bare essentials, that's when we can really get to get to being of service. So what if you use this one life you have to make the greatest impact that you possibly could? What would that look like? What is the greatest impact you can have with this one life that you get right now? If you remove all of the other needs, all of the other wants, all the other desires, your job is simply to make a difference while you're here. What would you do? How does the game change? How does the forecast of what you see your life unfolding like change when you give yourself permission to make it about just that, the greatest impact you can possibly have? Because the game of service and fulfillment, in my opinion, is a two-part formula. It comes down to impact and income. So many of us, myself included, I won't count myself out of this, put too much emphasis on the income part. What's coming in? The income part is what takes care of me. The impact part is what goes out into the rest of the world. We put so much emphasis on the income part to the point where we we buy the scale your business program. We read the path to success best-selling books, hoping that we can find the hidden gem that makes it all easy. So we can just bypass that entire part and finally get that taken care of, finally get to a place that feels safe and secure. But here's the reality bite. This is the one that I have had to digest and I still come around. I'm still coming around to myself is nobody can do what you do better than you. 
Nobody on this planet can influence the way that you can. And to deprive people, the planet, of your gifts is the most selfish thing that any of us can do, especially when we do so to fulfill our own cravings, especially when we're depriving people of our gifts because we're trying to take care of ourselves and our own desires. Your life is not yours. What would happen if you woke up and treated every encounter, every exchange, every moment as though this were true? Would things become more simple for you or would they be more complicated? And then what will matter more to you in the last chapter of your life? Income or impact? What do you want to be remembered for? What really is your life about? Because I have a feeling that all of you guys are going to listen to this episode. You're going to really, really ask yourself these questions. And if you've just been scanning through this on a casual drive to work, then listen to this again. This isn't a long episode. Go back through this and listen to these questions one more time. What would you do differently if really your life was not yours and you were simply here to feed other people? to take care of other people, and to be fed by other people. It takes a few of us really doubling down on this philosophy to make it work. It takes a few people. W.E.B. Du Bois used to call it the talented tenth. It takes 10% of society to start living in a compelling way to make a change, to make a difference, for us to flip the script, to have the life, the society, the way of living that we know we are capable of. We need to start thinking this way. We need to hold each other accountable to being the highest and best expression of ourselves and our gifts. And it starts now. It starts here. If you want to become a part of the Rising Man movement and claim your destiny, join us in the Rising Man Fire Circle. This is the first step. This is the first step on the journey. We've got monthly calls, weekly drop-ins, daily support from our Rising Man Fire Circle squad, myself included. Please sign up by supporting us on patreon.com slash rising man. The link's in the show notes if you want to write it down yourself. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash rising man. Subscribe to the podcast on the podcast app of your choice. Make sure you share it up. Spread the word. We're really about making a difference now, fellas. It's not messing around anymore. This isn't just a podcast about some good ideas that are going to shake things up a little bit for you and help you get the most out of your life. This is about changing the face of masculinity for an entire generation so that we can really heal this planet. So if you want to be a part of that, make sure you do your part, okay? We're doing our part here. We're putting out the content. We're stirring up the conversation. We're creating the community. We need your help, you guys, to step in, to lean in even more to what The Rising Man is all about. So please subscribe. Please leave those reviews. Please share this up with the men who need to hear this. The men who are waiting to be woken up the way you and I were. All right. Big ups to my power team. Sean Offenbach at Infinite Melodics. M-E-L-O-D-I-X at Infinite Melodics on Instagram. Big love to you, brother. Always putting out the best of the best of the best on these audio production side of things. Big shout to Rowan Tyne at Rowan, R-O-W-A-N-T-Y-N-E, my man who's hooking up the Instagram. Julian Subic every each and every week working on getting these episodes published to you, putting up the show notes and making sure that you have what you need to get the most out of these episodes. And last but not least, my man Mark Rose, who is the fire tending manager of our Rising Man Fire Circles. Appreciate what you're doing, brother. Appreciate you leaning in even more. And everybody else out there, 
thank you. Thank you for you playing your part. Whether it's listening to the podcast, supporting the podcast, leaning in deeper into your life, whatever it is you're doing, keep doing you. Because your life is not yours. It's a gift to each and every one of us. Until next time, rise up and claim your destiny. Rise up.